All right, ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good morning. Okay, we're very fortunate today on this first Monday after Thanksgiving. Hopefully, you guys all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. And hopefully, I did the math before we started this morning. Even if you take the week between Christmas and New Year's off, there are still 20 work days left uh, counting today. So hopefully, you plan to work most of those. If you have time off, good for you. Today, we are very fortunate. Okay, from Miss, we'll call you Mr. Prosperity Mortgage. <laughs> we have from Prosperity Mortgage today, Tyler Johnson. Tyler, welcome. Hit, oh, I'm sorry, you have to hit star six on your phone. Unmute yourself, please. Hey, good morning, Rick. Happy to be here hey, and excited to be here. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Thank you. Thank you, you too. I hope you had a great time. All right, so uh, tell us a little about yourself, maybe how long you've been doing this, about what's going on with Prosperity, all that good stuff, please. Yeah, absolutely. So I have been in the industry for 19 years. It'll be the 20-year mark uh, next summer. But I've been in the industry in a variety of different roles. I got my start actually working for an appraisal management company um, and had my appraiser license for several years before switching into an operations role. And that's when I joined Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. The family of companies were going on nine years now. Uh, and I was actually responsible at that time for managing all of our operations. So I was the guy responsible for uh, everything that was happening behind the curtain, the processors, the underwriters, uh, closing, the investor relationships. And so I look at everything through that operator type of perspective. And over the past mm. four years, I've been taking that um, to really bring it to the field for our agents and supporting them across the entire national Berkshire Hathaway Home Services footprint um, in more of a business development role and, and now on the sales side uh, of the house. Wow, look at that. So that's good. So it's the old uh, story. You start when you do everything and that way you really understand the process. And it looks like um, we're getting some really good traction. I know Nevada is doing pretty well in Arizona. It seems like um, we're getting some really good traction as far as agents using Prosperity. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's an interesting dynamic because Prosperity, if if we talk to agents that are outside of the Berkshire Hathaway uh, network of services, there's a lot of people that have never heard of Prosperity. I like to joke that we're the largest lender that no one's ever heard of, but that's because we focus all of our energy on supporting our family of companies. And so our focus mm -hmm. is supporting our agents in whatever capacity that looks like and uh, you know, Prosperity as a whole is a full-service lender. We've got all the products. We've got the most competitive pricing. And that relationship is one that happens over time. So even though we've been in the market for a couple of years now, um, it's something that takes time, and we're really focused on developing those long-term relationships. And we like to focus even more specifically on educating the borrowers, our agents, and then letting them make the best decisions for themselves, which more often than not ends up working with Prosperity Home Mortgage. And so um, it's not a hard sell. It's all about education. It's all about service um, and really focusing on, on those core elements with everything that we do. Nice. Yes, it is. And, and you know what? It's, it's one of those things where, where, you know, I mean, let's face it, we've had a couple other, you know, I'm talking about just the uh, Mark Stark companies, you know, here mm -hmm. in Las Vegas, Arizona, and the two markets in California being the desert and also uh, Orange County, Rancho Cucamonga, that whole area. You know, we've had a few mortgage companies, and it's, it's, a, it's a good feeling to know that this one 
just like us, we're both corporate-owned home services, and uh, Prosperity is going to be there. The people that you see in the offices, the people that you see running around, uh, I, I invite, always invite, I think, Liestra, uh, John, Mike, uh, Chris, everybody in Nevada to do a success series with me, and they've all come and do a great job presenting as to what's going on and why use this product and all that good stuff, too. And John's usually, good. John's usually the forecasting guy and does all the uh, rates and all that kind of stuff too. So it's good. It's good to see that we've got a mortgage company now that's part of the family that we are part of, and it's going to be here a while. And you know, the faces you see are going to be the faces you see, which is really comforting to know. You nailed it, Rick. And then you uh, you keyed in on um, the operative word there, and that's family. Uh, and so that's how I like to present ourselves is is as family. And when you look at family, there is nobody that you should hold to a higher standard of expectations than your family when we're talking about right. accountability, but there's also no one else that you should trust more than family. And so for a lot of the agents that uh, may not be familiar with some of the names that, that you've mentioned or prosperity, we will meet. You're going to see some uh, information from us. You're going to see our faces. And it might be like a second cousin meeting for the first time at a family reunion. Uh, but at the end of the day, we're family and we're not going anywhere. Um, and so that's, uh, that's really key in terms of the perspective of, of how we fit in. Uh, and really what our focus is, is to support our family, which means supporting every single one uh, of our agents within that network. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, and, and I appreciate that, too. Thank you. It's, it's, it's good to see, and uh, I really enjoy, I mean, you know, um, like a, a, especially some of them I've been working with for a long time. Um, you know, I, I think it's a really good relationship. I also love our title companies, too. I think it's a home run for me. You know, I've been doing this for 38 years, and I was doing the business relationship, you know, deal even before it had a name, even before RESPA got involved. <laughs> I used the same title company. I started off with the same mortgage company and then the same title company, and we used to, we had a good thing going because, we, you know, you look out for each other. And, you know, like, look, when I, like John, I've used John myself, John Ingram, many times for myself yeah. personally. And, and uh, when, I, when I give it to him, I know he knows what he's doing. I don't have to worry about it. I've given him, you know, some of my friends and family and and so forth as well, too. And that's the kind of thing that I like as an agent is I'm dealing with a buyer and, you know, uh, they need to go through the whole process. But once I have it under contract with them, I don't have to worry about it. I know it's going to go over to equity. We're talking about Nevada now, right? Or it's mm -hmm. going to be, you know, um, Agave or Orange Coast, wh wh wherever you're working out of, right? And it's going to, you know, it's going to be giving it the proper attention it needs from both lending and then also closing. For me, Selfishly as an agent, not only is it the, it's the golden rule, it's the best thing to do for your clients and customers, but it's also comforting for me to know as the agent that I don't have to worry about it. How many times have you had a deal? I've been doing this for a long time when the other agent, you know, mortgage company or whatever comes in and the next thing you know on the, on the last hour, you know, even with commitment letters, you know, it's crazy. So to me, like you just said, to be sure, uh, you know, that, that your deals are going to go through for your, for your clients, um, it's a really home run situation, I think. Oh, without a doubt. And, you know, you mentioned our, our core services model. And, and outside of, of lending, um, obviously, um, title settlement and insurance. And that is the key to success in the model that everyone else has been trying to emulate 
for the past couple of decades, especially the past five years, I'd say, uh, where you right. see a lot of headlines, a lot of other real estate companies trying to emulate our model. And that's because it works. And so it's tried and true. And those trusted partners um, across the board are, are people that, um, you know, you should be holding to the highest level of accountability. But earning that trust and demonstrating that trust is our goal on every single transaction and not every single situation is going to work out perfectly. But I always say you need to judge and gauge your partner by how they handle adversity and who shows up. And so, uh, you know, things might happen outside of our control, um, but we will be the first person there to help fight that fight, uh, explain what's needed and really move forward, whether that's working with us, helping to save a deal, from a, another lens, um, but dealing with adversity, you're not going to find anybody better at uh, at helping to lead through that, regardless of the situation or the complexity uh, of the transaction. And so that's where I really pride ourselves is our ability, um, when the going gets tough, to to lead through that instead of just become a shrinking violet and and leaving people on an island, which unfortunately we see all too common in our industry uh, because sometimes bad news um, is, is tough to communicate. And, and so that's a, a challenge that I think everyone has probably faced at some point. And that's our goal is to avoid uh, just that by, by being very transparent, very upfront um, and, and letting everyone know here are the challenges. We don't want to underestimate the significance of, of buying a home or selling a home. And so it's really important for consumers, especially consumers that haven't done this uh, multiple times, to understand what to expect, um, to make mm-hmm. sure that, that we're setting those right expectations. And if we're transparent, we're candid, and, and we continue to be consistent with that service, then everything else takes care of itself. Um, but that's a, a big difference that I've seen, especially looking back, wearing my, my operations hat where there's two paths that a lot of loans and transactions can go down. And a lot of times people are hoping that everything works out, but hope is a terrible strategy when we've got a customer <laughs> wanting to buy a home, yeah. when we've got commission checks on the line. And so uh, we don't subscribe to that whatsoever. Yeah. Hope is, I, I, it's funny you say that because I always tell agents, hope is not a selling strategy. I mean, it's great for your, you know, it's it's great for your uh, personal life. It's also great from a spirituality yep. standpoint. You want yep. to have hope, but you can't rely totally. on that for a business strategy. So so true. Mm-hmm. Hey, Charles, you're gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna love and hate this one. I, I I literally have an agent of my. She's she's in the Southwest office. No names mentioned, but she had a closing, and uh, well, or so we thought. And and um, you know, the seller about two weeks from the closing said, I don't want to sell the house anymore. And they told them, and, you know, and they said, well, you know, you'll, you'll, if the buyer closes on time, you know, um, you, you know, you, you're going to be exposed here. We're already through. So she said, okay, fine. But they, if they, if they're a minute late, I'm not closing. <laughs> well, you know, she relayed that to the buyer agent and the, and the agent, unfortunately, was out of the market, you know, from a different market. And th- yeah. I think they thought she was bluffing. So the, um, the closing was literally a day late. Everybody showed up and she that I'm not, I'm not closing. And, and she didn't have to per the contract. Matter of fact, she kept half the deposit because they were, they were out of their contract. So, I mean, those are the type of things that you hear and you go, no way. The next day she didn't close. Yeah. The next day she didn't close because she knew she didn't have to. So these are the type Mm -hmm. of things that drive me crazy. And also, you know, if you're an agent, 
selling seven, eight homes a year, 10 homes a year, and this happens to you, this is a big deal. That's huge. That's huge. Yeah. yeah no. And and to me, you know, that should um, never happen. Or should never happen. But the key to um, what caused that, it feels like, at least just in, in how you explained it, is just a, a breakdown in communication. Uh, yeah. And, you know, that's the, the one single piece of advice that that I try to instill on uh, within every one of our loan officers with every agent and customer I talk to is that um, good, bad or ugly, like we need to understand what we're up against because we and I'm speaking on behalf of all lenders here um, have the ability um, to do good things and, and be able to meet tight expectations. But if there's a breakdown in communication um, or yeah. there's a lack of, of seriousness in, in how that's being communicated, that's where those things uh, break down, and that's where we run into those unfortunate situations. Uh, but, man, that's tough. That is tough. Those yeah. are, those are well, the worst. Um, yeah. To me, it's, a, it's, it's really just an unprofessional thing thinking. And you can, I can see this by being in the business that long. How many sellers mm-hmm. have said that? How, ma- how many sellers oh, yeah. have said that to the lender? How many said it to the title company and didn't follow through with it? But they – this oh, woman no. meant it, and she she told them. She said, "I'm telling you, you know." She and sure enough, they were ready the next day, and she didn't close. You know, so it's the old, uh, like you said, it's it's a communication issue. It's also a, you know, I think people get a little sloppy sometimes. Sure, uh, I I think you're right uh, in terms of of the effort, and especially, uh, you know, what you just said, where you know we've heard this story. 100 times, the 99 out of 100 times, um, it doesn't necessarily pan out because um, we're expecting it still to close. The seller isn't going to pull it. But I would argue that in today's market and in the environment that we're in, um, there's going to be a lot of people that are assuming that everything's going to stay the same. This is always how it works out. There's a lot of headlines. Um, but this is a, a, a completely unique market. This is that one out of 99 or one out of 100 um, times where you need to pay attention, you need to have your eyes open, and you need to be extra communicative with everything that we do. And uh, and that's, you know, it's, it's, it's a unique time, and, and there's going to be more of that with buyer uncertainty, um, with the rate environment, where we need to kind of recalibrate what we've always thought, what we've assumed, and really approach everything with fresh eyes. Uh, and, and that's a prime example there where uh, it had the parties involved done that, uh, and it sounds like the other agent might have, um, you know, left a little to be desired there, that that could have absolutely changed the outcome of that situation. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Well, okay. So tell us some good stuff, man. I mean, we, I know you guys have wonderful programs and products and all that kind of stuff, but give us a quick reminder. And then maybe give us your opinion as to what you think is going on with the market itself. <laughs> um, yeah. So quick, uh, quick prosperity commercial. Um, you mentioned closing. You mentioned, um, you know, really all the different parties that, that are involved and in, in depending on, on that transaction to happen. Um, what I'm selling is peace of mind. And our buyer advantage program offers that to all parties because we will actually have a credit underwriter review that client application. We'll issue a commitment letter. We'll do all of that heavy lifting up front before they find a property. Now, that's a huge investment from a lender's perspective, and that's why you don't see it in a lot of other scenarios or with other lenders where we're literally putting the cart before the horse, where let's vet that customer, let's make sure that we perform that due diligence, and let's offer 
when we're ready to make an offer with a commitment letter, property address being TBD, offer peace of mind to the seller that we are going to close. We're going to close on time, uh, and we've got great guarantees. We've got a $10,000 closing guarantee that backs that up. And so that's a huge game changer um, that I would say, if you haven't gone through that process, go through it. Um, it's a better way to get the customer from uh, point A to point Z or however many uh, other uh, obstacles that may exist there. So the Buyer Advantage Program cannot recommend that enough. Um, it's the best way to do business. And, and again, uh, peace of mind is, is what you're going to get as a result. Love it. Absolutely. When we're, yeah. when we're talking about the, the – oh, I'm sorry, Rick. Didn't mean to cut you off. No, no. I was saying – no, go ahead. I, I love it. But okay. Ahead. Um, yeah, no, when we're when we're talking about the market, uh, you know, I try to not get caught in the headlines, uh, whether we're talking right. about our industry, whether we're talking politics, whether we're talking uh, your favorite sports team and rumors of trades and, and different things that may be happening. Um, you have to be grounded and you have to take your experience and you have to have conversations with people that have gone through the cycle that we're going through right now. And so this is very much a, a cycle that we see every seven to eight years. And so I personally, since I got my start in the business, have gone through this cycle. This is now the fourth time. And so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be, again, um, eyes wide open and focused on um, you know, what do we need to do to be successful moving forward and not getting caught in the headlines and some of the ominous uh, things that you might be reading about the industry just completely changing um, would be my first advice. The second piece of advice is that regardless of where the interest rates are at and fluctuations that we see throughout, um, at the end of the day, you're going to be better off making that decision of whether or not it's the right time to buy um, based off of your family unit, your individual self, what's happening, not focusing on the rates. Uh, we'll always guarantee that we're going to have the most competitive interest rates. We're always going to fight for those deals. But people that are playing the market trying to, um, you know, catch the rates on a, on a down day and lock it in, it's going to be frustrating. You're not going to win uh, as, as often as uh, you think from a, a consumer standpoint. They're trying to play the market. It's like playing the stock market. Uh, and, and that whatever change does happen, it's going to be a slow-moving train, and nothing's going to happen overnight. But your ability today as an agent to control the transaction, which is the number one attribute I see from the most successful agents across the country, are those that control the transaction and those that are also able to adapt to the changing market consumer sentiment um, and not always rely on, well, this is how I've always done it, and this is going to see me through. Um, what I will say is that what is going to see you through is your effort, your output, um, and your mindset. And my mindset today, even though it is somewhat ominous, like I mentioned, is that, you know, within our industry, it's chaotic right now, but that chaos equals opportunity. And so that's my perspective is looking at all the opportunity that's out there to be able to lead, to be able to be a partner for a real estate uh, company and, and be able to adapt quickly to whatever is thrown at us from a market standpoint, from a regulatory standpoint. Um, you name it, being able to react quickly um, is the key to success. And then working hard. I, uh, I, I, I look back at this. I was at a, an event 
and there was an agent, top agent um, in the office. And everyone was like, what's your secret? What's your secret mm-hmm. to success? And his answer was, I put in an honest eight hours of work every day. And that hit me because everyone's always looking for, for the secret, for something quick and easy. And, and if you're looking for that, you might get lucky uh, once or twice, but it's not going to be sustainable. Uh, the people that put in that effort, that have that consistency, those are going to be the ones that are successful regardless uh, of what's happening outside of your control uh, and so that that really resonated with me. And so that's been my mantra um, through the rest of the year for myself personally. And, and I just loved it. It's just so simple, so easy, but so true uh, in terms of, you know, what's going to separate the good from everybody else. Right. I agree. I agree, too. You know, it, it's true because, you know, um, in real estate, you know, if you come in and you actually work, and that's what I go in, go over in my coaching, you know, <laughs> if you actually put yep. in the time that you're supposed to every day, okay, it, it's really hard not to be successful in this business. Yeah. The problem is people come in and they don't do, I call them billable hour activities. You've got to be doing billable hour activities all the time. Otherwise, right. you know, you, you're not working. You're screwing the company. The company's you. You're an independent contractor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're uh you're absolutely right. And, and, you know, just like everybody, um, you know, with, with that profession, especially, you've got a lot of freedom. Um, you've got a lot of flexibility. Um, but no one is going to be managing you like you should be managing yourself and treating yourself mm-hmm. and your business like it is an independent organization. You're the CEO. You're the manager. You're the, uh, the admin. You're cleaning the floors. You're doing it all, but you need to put in that effort, and and everything else will take care of itself from there. I'm a true believer in that. Yeah, yeah. You're a solo entrepreneur. You're you're a business of one, but you know you're in business for yourself, but not by yourself because of all you know, us here, yep. Berkshire Hathaway, you guys, Prosperity, Absolutely. plus all the title companies. It's so you have. I mean, when I first started here, I, I used to tell Mark these agents are spoiled. They have so many tools <laughs> and things that they can use. And uh, the ones that take advantage of it do extremely well. And the ones that don't, uh, you know, end up doing something else, unfortunately. You know, it's such a high turnover rate. All right. So putting in, so let's nail you down to a couple here. So in your travel, seeing, seeing a successful real estate agent, mm-hmm. obviously putting in eight hours a day and actually working, critical to your success. Any other common yeah. traits that you see with agents that would be worth noting? Yeah. So I, I mentioned it briefly, but control the transaction. Uh, that is right. the best piece of advice I can give any agent. And and a lot of times, you know, there's a lot of voices, there's a lot of opinions that are coming with that customer uh, in terms of, of how they should operate, in terms of how your agents should operate, what lenders they should use. And it's based off of past experiences and it's based off of um, opinions from people that the customers or borrowers trust. And that's important to be empathetic, to listen to what their concerns are, to listen to um, what some of those challenges may be, but do not ever forget that you are the expert and you are the quarterback, the one that has the ability to most affect how that transaction works out. And so um, having that conversation, understanding um, what that needs to look like, it's broad by saying control the transaction, but if you look at lenders, you know, there's a lot of times where customer might come to an agent and say, uh, I don't need a lender. I'm working with the same person that, um, you know, my uncle recommended who helped him buy a house five years ago. That might be great. 
that might be the best lender fit for that customer. But as an agent, what I would say is that you need to make sure that whoever you talk to, you need to shop lenders. You need to talk to at least two because otherwise you're leaving money on the table. You're, you're hoping um, that, that you're going to get the best deal possible. And by shopping, you're going to force these lenders to compete. And so it's not saying, no, you just need to talk to my person. Trust me, it's understanding the why behind why I'm telling you to talk to another person, even if we're not involved in that transaction. Uh, you know, that's one example of controlling it to make sure that they're putting themselves in the best position possible. Um, and that carries so many more, um, you know, there's so many other avenues that you can go down by controlling um, the transaction. So that's a huge one, um, without a doubt. I see that most consistently Definitely. with the successful agents. Definitely. Yep, I like it. And, and you know, Controlling the transaction is, uh, you know, because, well, we just gave an example 10 minutes ago about when, when, what happens when you don't. And the problem mm -hmm. is sometimes when you have other agents involved, so you got to start working sure. on them right away. It, 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 you know, that was always a frustrating thing to me as an agent. When you have a great agent on the other side of the transaction, it's wonderful. When you don't, it can sometimes be a pain in the butt. <laughs> Um, there's so many things that are outside of our control um, when yeah. we, we look at every circumstance, every scenario, real estate or not, it doesn't matter. Um, but controlling what you can and, and educating at the same time with the why behind everything, uh, I think, is, is really, really, really important. Yeah, I, I think the why is very important. This is the time of the year to really decide what that is for next year. I have a saying every year. So this year, well, for next year, it's going to be sell more in 2024. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I, it was funny because for years I had uh, lean, mean sales machine, and that worked for 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, and 19. <laughs> so since 2020, I've had to change it every year. So it rhymes, but anyway, it's all in fun. It's so funny because all, right, all, all I'm envisioning is uh, those would make some great tattoos, right? If you're really going to be invested. Right. All <laughs> um, right. Own it. All right. Well, any final words you want to leave these wonderful people today, my man? I I just I look forward to the opportunity to to work with those that I haven't. Um, and anybody that is part of the Prosperity family, it's an extension of family. And, and that's what I'd like to leave everybody with is that regardless of where or how or what, if we can assist you in any capacity to help you grow your business, even if we aren't your preferred lender, even if we aren't the lender on a transaction, we are here to help. And there's not going to be another lender that is more invested in your success than Prosperity Home Mortgage. That's what we live. That's what we breathe. Um, and that's the key to our success is your success. And so we don't lose sight of that. And uh, I look forward to the opportunity to serve um, in whatever capacity that looks like moving forward. Well, that is awesome. And I, I, I just have to say, I love the name, too, Prosperity. It's such a great name for a mortgage company. It's perfect. There we go. I love it. I love it. Well, and thank you, Rick, for, for having me on and, and letting me My take pleasure. your time this morning. And uh, I truly appreciate that opportunity. Well, thanks, Tyler. We appreciate you, my man, and everybody. Give them a shot. If you haven't already, a lot of the agents have, I know. But give them a shot. And they do a tremendous job. And like I said, we are a family. We're all, we all work together. Have a wonderful week, Tyler. Thank you, everybody. We'll do this again next week. Thank you.
Thanks. You do the same. Bye now. Bye-bye now.